Shalom. This is Reverend John Ferret. And in Matthew 21, we read an account where Jesus is teaching his disciples, and they were scribes and elders and the chief priests were there as well. And Jesus had just taught the parable of the wicked tenants. And then he quotes, Jesus quotes, Psalm 118, verses 20 through the 24. And when we read further, right after this, in Matthew 21, the Pharisees and the elders and the scribes knew that they, Jesus was coming after them. Now, it's interesting. When we read Psalm 118, verses 20 through the 24, it says this, it's a stone the builders rejected, the stone the builders rejected. Now, when you go into Jewish literature, when you go into the Talmud, we find that the Pharisees, the elders, the scribes, the so-called Torah scholars of Jesus' day referred to themselves as the builders. So this, along with the parable, shows us quite clearly that Jesus was coming after them. So Jesus definitely is clearly using that psalm and calling himself the stone. Now, in previous lessons, we have learned that indeed the chief cornerstone could be the cornerstone of a building, the first stone of the foundation of a building, or it actually could be the last stone that's put in on an arch, the keystone of an arch. So he's the first and the last. So when we go to Revelation in 22 to 13, we find that Jesus says that he's the first and he's the last. He's the beginning and he's the end. But now he asks this question. How is Jesus biblically the first? How is Jesus biblically the beginning? Come, let's go see. So we're zooming in on the modern city of Bethlehem, and we're coming right on top of the Church of the Nativity. And this is the traditional place of Jesus' birth. And God had commanded the prophet Samuel to go to Bethlehem. And there he was to go to the house of Jesse to anoint the next king of Israel. And here Samuel came, and he went to the house of Jesse, met with Jesse, and he brings all of his sons to Samuel, but God does not pick any of the seven brothers. And Samuel asks Jesse, does he have any other children? It so happens that there is the youngest one, David. He's tending the sheep. And God tells Samuel, this is the one. But he was simply not deemed king material in his dad's eyes. But God sees through this. This is God's pick. It's marvelous, marvelous, and probably in the eyes of that family. Picking David, a man after God's own heart. So we come back and return to Psalm 118, 20 through the 24. And the rabbis, after Jesus' day, would say that these verses related to David. Now, this may have also been the view in Jesus' day. Indeed, that David was the stone, the stone rejected by his fathers and his brothers, and that he had become the chief cornerstone. He had become the one God picked to rule and unite Israel as one united people. So indeed, David, he becomes king. He becomes the cornerstone. He becomes that first stone, setting the foundation for the kingdom that will last forever. God said in Psalm 89, the kingdom of David will last forever. And he unites Israel, and he brings shalom. Now, in Revelation 15, 
we read about the fact that in those end times that God will rule all the nations. And then there's the prediction in Luke chapter 1 that Jesus at his birth will be predicted to be the king, the Lord God most high, who will be given the throne of his father David. Jesus. Jesus becomes king. He's the new cornerstone. And he takes the throne of David. And it's a new a new reign, a new rule, reigning forever, as it says in Revelation eleven fifteen. Indeed, he is ruling over all nations, not just Israel. And he brings shalom, not just to Israel, but to Jew and Gentile alike. Indeed, Jesus is the beginning. He's the first. So we have seen one, indeed, clear biblical example where Jesus would be considered the first, the beginning. Are there others? Are there other places where the Bible really shows us and testifies that Jesus is the first at the beginning? Oh, yes, there is. Let's continue this, and I'll see you in episode five. Shalom.